I follow my father through the woods and suddenly think what a strange vision we present, he in his only good suit, I in my best dress. It is only June, but the air is stifling. I pick my way through the poison ivy, the roots and rocks and nettles, dipping my hand into the plain wooden urn my father carries and throwing what I take in a wide circle around me. He does the same. My tears are quiet tears. They seem to be a part of the humidity, a natural drizzle. He is dry-eyed. With every handful of fine ash and chipped bone that I loose upon the rich forest soil, the same woods rise inside my head. Go, be free, soar, find peace. Half an hour later, it is finished. It doesn't seem right that there should have been so little left. My father and I stand in the middle of the woods, the sweat trickling down our faces, staining our good clothes. I wait for him to speak, but he says nothing, just holds the empty vessel in both arms and stares at the trees. Well, I say finally, wiping my face with both hands, should we say something? In the stillness that follows, I hear the sound of insects, birds, the rustle of leaves. It seems to me I even hear the heat pouring through the trees. I suppose so. He clears his throat and begins the Lord's Prayer. Mom wouldn't like this, I think, but I join in at On Earth As It Is In Heaven. Amen. Amen. My father looks at me. Let's go home. On the way back, I want to hold his hand, but neither of them are free. By the time we reach the house, it is dusk. Daddy, you want a drink? He sets the urn down in a corner of the living room, stares at it for a second before standing upright again. I think I'll just go change. He goes into his room and shuts the door. I sit in the darkening living room and stare at all the dying plants. I refuse to water them. They were my mother's. I don't see why they should outlive her. I don't know how long I've been sitting there when I hear some strange sounds coming from my father's bedroom. Slowly, I walk down the hall. I put my hand on the doorknob and listen. Strange, strange sounds, a rasping choke that just repeats itself. It's the first time I've ever heard my father cry. I stand there with my hand on the knob, unable either to knock or to leave until the sound stops. Then I go out and climb into the hammock, pull my knees up to my chest and hold them there. Everything around me seems fragile. When I squint, I can focus on the twigs and the oak tree that overhangs the porch, bent with the weight of their leaves. I can't believe I have always taken it for granted. This tree, this life, everything around me seems fraught with danger, full of terrible secrets. The sky itself seems ephemeral, and as I stare up at it, eyes held wide, it seems to be falling rippling softly into a thousand fragments to reveal nothing behind it save space, black and void, 
never ending. When the first star appears overhead, I go back inside and softly open my father's door. He is lying across the bed, still wearing his suit, even his shoes and his tie. He is clutching a pillow to his chest, asleep. I look at him for long moments, then close the door and go upstairs to my room. Undressing in the dark, I reach out with one hand and balance myself against the wall. A thin coat of dust comes off of my palm. Getting into bed, I have to bend my head to keep from bumping it against the wooden beams of the slanting ceiling, and I reach up again, with the same hand, trace its texture with my fingertips.